Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Maria Guardado, who covers the Angels for MLB.com. And Maria, I think that you may have had the busiest week of all the clubs. I'm just going to go ahead and give you that title. I think you deserve it with the Shohei Otani news with his UCL. We've cleared that up. So it's time to focus on Zach Cozart. He and his donkey are heading west uh, with Anderson Simmons at short. The Angels plan to slide him over to third base, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, it was really interesting to, to kind of hear, uh, you know, on the conference call with, with Billy Epler and Zach Cozart, like how this ended up happening. Um, you know, when the Angels first reached out to, to Cozart, they actually – saw him playing second base because they didn't believe that they were going to end up making a trade for, for, for someone to fill that void. And then uh, on Wednesday, uh, Cozart was kind of on board with that idea. And then that's when, uh, you know, Epler got that call from the Tigers about uh, Ian Kinsler. So, you know, Billy said that he ended up having to go back to, to, to Cozart to kind of, you know, broach the idea of playing third. Um, and, you know, Cozart, who had kind of been on a lot of, you know, bad teams with the Reds recently, has said, you know, yeah, that's, that sounds good. You know, all I really want to do is win. So that's how the Angels ended up um, getting Zach Cozart, who, of course, has been a long-time shortstop, to, to play third for them. And last year, and we're going to go back to the other side of the infield, but let's one more thing on Cozart. He broke out his first All-Star appearance. He hit 24 home runs, tied for the second among NL shortstops. So this is a great pickup for the Angels, and it sounds like it's great that he's willing to do whatever and play wherever to win, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think the just, you know, his willingness to, to play, you know, two different positions really that he hasn't played in the majors just kind of shows, you know, what a team player he is. Um, and, you know, I think that, you know, the character aspect is, is you know, one side of a player that, you know, front offices always look at when they're looking to make these acquisitions. So, yeah, I mean, I think that, like I said, you know, his willingness to just kind of play all over the infield and, you know, do whatever it takes to win was another thing that really appealed uh, to the Angels about him. It's it's really interesting to kind of watch Billy Epler just plug in all these holes. So let's move to the other side of the infield. As you just mentioned, the Angels also acquired veteran Ian Kinsler. They gave up two minor league prospects in return, but it looks like the infield is rounding out pretty nicely. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, you know, the second base and, and third base were, were kind of their two biggest holes um, in the infield. And I think that, you know, Billy Epler has done a nice job in, in filling them with Ian Kinsler and Zach Gozart. 
Um, you know, one of the things that he really emphasized to us um, at the end of the season um, was that he was really looking to kind of bolster the offense, improve the team's overall on-base percentage. Um, you know, the Angels ranked last in the American League in slugging percentage in 2017, and now they've added uh, Ian Kinsler, who, you know, has, has always had, you know, really nice pops for a second baseman, and Zach Cozart, who, as you mentioned, you know, hit a career high in home runs this last year. So, you know, I think that these are two guys who are really going to fit in nicely with the Angels um, and really help beef up their offense. Um, you know, they also signed Justin Upton, and, of course, they have Mike Trout, and they're kind of hoping for a bounce-back season from Albert Pujols. So I think they have the potential to, to you know, have a really dangerous lineup next year, although they are a little bit right-handed. Um, so I think that will be kind of interesting to see how, how that ends up playing out. But, you know, overall, they're looking really good. It's pretty exciting, I think, uh, as someone who, who will get to cover them and kind of see the ins and outs every day. Joe Posnanski wrote an article for MLB.com kind of spotlighting the Angels and all the moves that they've made. Um, they're going for it, and, and they're in it to win it. And teams that there's always a team every season that seems to be the one that stands out the most, and the Angels happen to be it this year. So, you know, how does that – how does that – eventually translate on the field it's great that they're doing it here in the off season and making the moves but how does that work moving to the field sure so i mean i think that there is some urgency building uh you know with the angels to kind of win now uh just given the fact that you know mike trout is only under contract for for three more seasons so you know i feel like the angels always get a lot of flack because they they have yet to win a playoff game uh with since trout has come up and they actually haven't won one since 2009 so you know, they are kind of facing a bit of a window, and I think that's, you know, one of the things that's really kind of prompted the Angels to make all these moves and, and you know, try to try to improve themselves. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and, and in terms of how the on-field product will uh, will reflect these changes, I mean, I, I, I do think that they're going to be better on the offensive end, just having a full season of Justin Upton to kind of put in the middle of the lineup with Mark Trout. Um and, you know, like I mentioned before, the additions of Ian Kinsler and, and Zach Gozart should, should also kind of help uh, in terms of, you know, the slugging percentage and just the overall, you know, the overall runs that they're going to score. Um, and I'm really curious to see what, you know, Shohei Otani can bring, I mean, both on the mound and potentially at the plate. So, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of these guys have the potential to be impact players and kind of just, you know, add more value to, to this roster, which, um, you know, last year I was, was mostly, you know, anchored by Mike Trout and Angelton Simmons. And now I feel like they have, you know, five guys who, who, who can really kind of be, you know, stars in their own right. So uh, I just think it's a deeper team and, uh, you know, we'll see how they ended up, how they end up comparing to the Astros who of course are probably still going to enter the season as the favorites to win the American league West. Is Shohei Otani still at the top of your list as the first guy you've got to talk to at spring training? <laughs> uh, most likely uh, I would say yes. I think there's going to be a lot of, um, a lot of people who are going to be interested in talking with him, particularly from the Japanese media as well. So, yes. um, you know, I, I see the Angels beat uh, increasing by quite a bit. There were three <laughs> of us last year. I don't think that's going to be the case next year. But, uh, so you know, I think it's going to be fun. Uh, not to be lost in all this, Maria, is the Rule 5 draft that, that happened in Orlando. And the Angels snagged right-hander Luke Bard. Why should Angels fans be excited about this guy? Yeah, I mean, Luke Bard, I think, is, is just another guy who can kind of help bolster the, the Angels' bullpen depth, um, you know, in just like the general rules of the Rule 5 draft. Um, you know, he must be kept on, on the 25-man roster for the entire year or else offered back to his old team. Um, so, you know, I think that he's someone who the Angels definitely think could, could end up making the club and 
having an impact uh, to their bullpen. Um, you know, he has a really high strikeout. Uh, and he's averaged a lot of strikeouts per nine innings, which is a, a stat that I think Billy Upler puts a lot of value in. So, um, yeah, I mean, he he's definitely someone who could kind of come in and, and help fill some of the holes that were left uh, in the bullpen by you know the free a lot of the guys who were there who were free agents came were from the bullpen like Ismero Petit, Bud Norris, uh, Andrew Bailey, Houston Street. So you know this is kind of just another move to to kind of replenish the, that depth and bring in some some more potentially impact bullpen talent. So we've we've named a lot of new guys on this team. It seems like right before. The winter meetings, we we named uh, one. We named one, and now we have a, a lot of new faces. But it, what what other faces could we see? Who, what else needs to be done? What else is Billy Epler got to get done before spring training? You know, there there isn't really a lot left to be done, to be honest. You know, the he has his kind of his major his major pieces set in place. You know, all that's left really is probably a backup outfielder who can play center. Okay. Um, and potentially some more bullpen depth. I mean, that, that's pretty much it. They they took care of left field by resigning Justin Upton. They took care of second base with Kinsler, uh, and third base with Zach Cozart. Um, and of course, the Otani addition kind of you know helps stabilize that the rotation. So um, yeah, I mean, like I said, whatever is left is really just going to be supplementary. It's definitely not going to be as you know eye popping probably as as his previous moves. But yeah, I mean, I think. Billy Upper has already had a very successful offseason. Um, and, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to seeing how this this reshaped roster kind of looks come spring training. Yeah, I think a lot of teams are, excuse me, a lot of people are optimistic. I, I think that you're going to have a lot of bandwagon fans this season <laughs> just because the team is so dynamic and so unique. And hats off to Billy Epler for building this team and going out and getting it above all the other 29 clubs. So I know, Maria, it's going to be super exciting for you. And I can't, I can't wait to talk about this every week with you and see how this team is progressing. But we're going to close the chapter for now uh, because it's the holidays and we've wrapped up winter meetings. So, you know, we'll put a bow on this for now and we'll come back after the new year and and see uh, what we can look ahead to. So I appreciate your time so much, Maria. I love talking with you. Thanks, Annie. Of course. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Maria. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.